all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and this is your daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 19th of December. Now, it's quite likely that you followed the detailed coverage of the result of the assembly elections in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh that were announced yesterday. But in case you didn't, well, the BJP retained power in its stronghold Gujarat, but not before a scare from the Congress. Vote leads initially showed the two parties neck and neck, which sent the markets into a tizzy. The BJP have ended with 99 seats, while the Congress have 77. In Himachal, the BJP won by a large margin, picking up 44 of the available 68 seats. The Congress, for their part, have called their performance in Gujarat a moral victory. Senior BJP leader Piyush Goel has said the BJP is at the pinnacle of political success, with no competition in sight. Now on to other news that you might have missed yesterday. Adani Enterprises will build the Carmichael coal mine project by itself after cancelling a planned $1.5 billion deal with Australia's Downer EDI Limited. Adani and Downer mutually agreed to cancel all letters of award for work on the mine, which were first made three years ago. That's according to Adani's Australian unit. It said it in a statement on Monday. The government has said that it is too early to comment on the goods and services tax collections, which slipped about 10% in November sequentially to just under 86,000 crore rupees. The government will spend an additional 66,113 crores in the ongoing financial year, according to the second batch of supplementary demand for grants tabled by Finance Minister Arun Jetli in the Lok Sabha on Monday. Pertinent to mention here, the government has exhausted 96% of its fiscal deficit target in the first seven months of the year. Widening its probe into Bitcoin investments and trade, the Income Tax Department is set to issue notices to as many as 5 lakh high net worth individuals across the country who were trading on the exchanges of the unregulated virtual currency. On to international news now. An Amtrak passenger train derailed during its inaugural run along a faster route through Washington state in the US that happened a short while back. It sent rail cars plunging onto a busy interstate during the morning rush hour and resulted in several injuries and deaths. More details on that are coming in. President Donald Trump has declared that the US would pursue what he called a muscular foreign policy, which reflects his America First campaign promise. He said this in a speech introducing his first national security strategy document. The document describes the Trump administration's approach to a range of global issues, including North Korea's nuclear program, international terrorism, Russian aggression and China's rising influence. China and Russia have both been described in the document as revisionist powers that are trying to change the status quo where the US is the world's only superpower. But Trump has been a little more conciliatory in his speech, saying that the two nations were potential rivals and partners. Also in the US, lawmakers that are scrambling to get Republican support for the tax reform bill added a complicated provision late in the process, one that would provide a multi-million dollar windfall to real estate investors. The revision is likely to bring tax benefits to several members of Congress. President Donald Trump himself is a well-known real estate investor. John Skipper resigned as president of ESPN, Walt Disney's most important cable property, after 20 years at the network citing substance addiction. On to international markets now. In the US, stocks kicked off the last trading week of the year on a positive note after Republicans reached an agreement on the shape of US tax cuts. 
the U.S. House of Representatives and Senate will vote on the tax bill midweek. The S&P 500 and Dow both ended slightly higher than half a percent, while the Nasdaq climbed over 0.8%. Asian markets have opened in the green. The Nikkei, last I checked, was up about a quarter of a percent, while the Australian benchmark was higher by half a percent. The yield on the benchmark 10-year government bond in India spiked by 4 basis points to 7.18% in yesterday's session. The rupee lost about 0.3%, closing at 64.23 to a dollar. On to the trade setup for the day. Darshan Mehta joins me now to tell you everything that you need to know. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking? Good morning, Alex. As of now, the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive uptick. Commodities seem to be doing well across uh, LME and China, but not too much as far as stocks are concerned. Uh, uh, in some of the stocks that you have to watch out for, GM Financial has approved raising 650 crores via securities. Gandhi Special Tube seeks shareholder approval to buy back 8.8 lakh shares at 500 rupees. And South Indian Bank sets one-year MCLR at 8.90 from December 20th. In terms of some block deals, uh, Kridhan Infra, Government of Singapore has bought in 1.2% stake in the company at 92 rupees per share. Serum Institute of India yesterday sold in 7.5 lakh shares in Orchid Pharma. TCG Fund has bought in 85,000 shares of Rama Special Tubes. In terms of the IPO, Ashton Paper and Board Mill is subscribed 5.11 times on day 2. South Indian Bank will meet a lot of funds today including Kotak Mutual Fund, LNT Mutual Fund, ICICI Pru, Goldman Sachs, White Oak Capital today. So that counter will be in focus. Seven stocks continue to remain in the FNO band. In terms of brokerages, Kotak Securities has initiated on Talbros Auto with a target price of 389. Spark has initiated on PSP projects with a target price of 640. And they have also initiated on Capacite Infra with a target price of 400. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. Log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and read the all you need to know copy and you'll be prepared for opening trade today. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you today. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Thanks for listening. This is Alex Matthew signing off.